Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Looking pretty good today there, Glenn. I am? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't have any gel in my hair? No, you know, you work out and stuff. You know, I, yeah. I aspire to be you one day. I work out I think with I'll have a muffin, mu- go muffin ahead. reps. Yeah, go ahead. I'm having a muffin. I do 12 muffin reps. Oh, look but, at a chocolate uh, one. How, do, how does muffin, healthy muffin and chocolate end up in the same sentence? I well, that know. chocolate has icing on it, too. Yeah, but I'm it sure it's got some dairy in it somewhere. Some, something's good, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so what's going on, my brother? Hey, not too much. You know, been busy um, busy with Sober Dot Coffee stuff, busy with program stuff. It, it's good, you know. It's just good to be good to be walking the sober. You know what? I'm so excited. We had uh, we had a scheduled uh, guest uh, that was going to come in and join us for a table of three. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she couldn't make it and but you know she's a younger gal like we're a couple old farts right and uh well you are well okay one of us is and uh, i'm just old i'm she's out of like, fart she's like i don't know in her low low to mid 20s and you know God, this, this normalization of sobriety is a movement i mean it's people are getting it you know probably not at the degree i'd like them to but people are getting it alcohol is not needed in order to fulfill your life, you know, it's just not needed. I know there's so many times I see that I see a 20, you know, 28 year old, right, living the steps. Yeah, right. And I'm like, God, man, if I oh, had only, if, if only. I had I'd conquer the world, if I had yeah, only, but I you know. know what, I have today, and mm-hmm. so I'm focused on. But yeah, it's cool engaging with uh, listeners, with our family. In fact, I just noticed I, with the numbers, you know, I noticed our U.S. presence has dropped significantly. Um, I think we're down to 86 percent in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're uh, having a rise in Singapore. <laughs> we're having really? a rise. Yeah, we're having. I mean, we, we have probably eight percent uh, listeners from the U.K. Love the U.K. Yep. So I was just there. Yeah. My wife is heading over next week. Yeah. I was just there. Well, I was in Ireland. Is that part of the U.K.? We're part of Europe? I don't know. I don't know, but I was there and, you know, love folks, man. So maybe we should go on tour someday and do a live session from the U.K. and, and connect. Because we, we have Quint from the U.K., right? Yeah, we can go with Quint. We can, Quint will host us, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. man. We should do a live session in, in the U.K. That'd be awesome. You know, that reminds me. We have so many we have so many good episodes that um, I re-listen to. We think to, good. Yeah, we think are good because I, I li- re-listen to them to write blogs about them, right? And, oh, do you? Is that why we have yeah. all, all the listens? Yeah, right? No, they don't. it doesn't count when the call comes from within the house. Oh, okay. Mine are counted. Cool. But, um, yeah, d- go back. I mean, if you got time, we're binge-worthy, man. Right? Can I you, say that. In fact, yeah, we have posted that. once in a while. I mean, <laughs> it's like Lay's potato chips. It's hard to listen to just one. That's right. You know, and that's one of the reasons why it's 18 minutes, right? We're not like a Joe Rogan three and a half hour session. By the way, we session. haven't done an 18-minute session in... I think our first one was 18 minutes. <laughs> that's because our engineer cut yeah, us off. He yeah, just we cuts just us did the last one that was 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. There was a commercial, 18-minute <laughs> commercial. So, all right, man, what's the topic today? I, I know what the topic is, and I'm really excited about it. It's a rather out-there, unique topic. 
and our engineer, uh, our barista Brian, is actually looking forward to it because he's like, yeah. Well, he thought that he thought the thirteenth step was a tool song, and um, <laughs> it's it's album by the Perfect Circle. That's you know that's okay. what we were thinking about. That's what yeah. we were thinking about. So thirteenth step, I had no idea what that was. I figured that was some kind of advanced. Um, you know, sobriety activity. Yeah, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. We're going to explore that a little bit today and figure it out. What the heck is a 13th step one? All right, so just set the framework in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous as outlined back in the 30s. There are 12 steps, right? Mm -hmm. We've talked about the 12 steps. Oh, Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum, right? I mean, we just explored, experienced strength and hope. Of, I mean, we've had guests all focused on the 12 steps. Nobody has mentioned or talked about <laughs> the 13th step. Okay, why? So that's like the secret door of the program, right? Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you define the 13th step? Well, from what I understand, that's funny. I just took a bite of muffin. You saw I took a bite of muffin. <laughs> I know I did. That was and awesome. then you asked me a question. It's like my dentist. You know, I just got the tool in my mouth, and she's like, right, "Tell me about your Do you want me to jump vacation. in, yes. Mister? Wait, did did you eat the chocolate one? Or no, no, I just eat the toppings, just like on Seinfeld. Did you eat the topping of the chocolate one. Oh, right, yeah, touch that. Okay. Um, okay. So let's go to you know. I went to Doctor Google, and they pointed me to Recovery org. Really. Right? So as soon as you hear .org, right, it's like, oh, let, let's get serious. Okay. Because right? yeah, it's like right, official. Sure. Right. right. So recovery.org calls the 13th step, defines the 13th step when it, an experienced member of AA pursues a relationship with a newer member of AA. Okay. Okay. That's per so, recovery.org. But I think that kind of, I mean, I adopt that definition, right? Okay. All right. So. Um, there's so much I, there's so much there. There's so much I don't like about that. There's. Well, launch it. Tell, okay. What, I mean, what do you not like? Wait, do you, do you think the definition's wrong? No. I, I'm going to go ahead and we'll use it. Because I always thought a 13th step could be to veteran people right so let's say you got two people they've been in the program for 13 15 years and they begin to pursue a relationship with somebody else who's been in the program for 13 15 years okay so you have a little bit of pushback on the older versus newer and i'm not talking about age i'm talking about terms of sobriety right right so so what you're saying big pushback is any relationship and, and and let's just say it's not relationship. I mean, there's a lot of brotherhood, sisterhood. It's sexual. That's right. Yeah. Any sexual relationship. Hey, it's wrong. Let's just call it duck a duck. Yeah. And, and yes. use the S word, right? Sexual. Yeah. Right? Between, so so the, this definition says an, an older member versus newer member, and you're saying- I got problem with Any that. members. Yeah, I'm saying that I'm okay. I'm a little more okay with the two people with 15 years of sobriety making an adult decision and a sober decision to have a relationship, yes, sexual or whatever or not, to have this kind of intimate relationship. I'm saying that you used a couple of words, pursue, right, new. And I'm thinking of 
you know, and I'm going to go right to male ver- right to male female, right? So maybe it happens the other way around. But in my world, it's the male, it's the male veteran pursuing the female vulnerable. I got a problem with that. Okay, so <clears throat> this is going to be fun to unpack. So I have seen everything, right? Mm-hmm. I have seen an experienced long term sober gentleman when there is a newer so according to this recovery.org I've, I've seen this a newer female newer member newer in sobriety mm-hmm. and newer member walk in the room mm-hmm. there is a, a radar and an alert system that goes off and it is like a dog in heat mm-hmm I've seen it. And and do you think that is a good, healthy behavior in AA? Shameful. Right. Shameful. So so why is that shameful? Because we are we're in a hospital and we've got sick people. And and that newcomer, right? That early they're in they're in the ER, man. They're broken. They're they're they are they're totally dependent. They're totally dependent on us for their healing and and well-being. Right. They're coming in for help. They're coming in for help. They and and shame on somebody for having an ulterior motive. Absolutely. To helping right. them. Shameful. I see it a mile away, and I usually step in. I mean, I don't call it out, mm-hmm. but I I am a diversion. Mm-hmm. I find I'm a smokescreen and, and, and I get involved with those situations. So when you say a hospital, I'm glad you said it because I frame it a different way. It, it, it's like people are fishing from the sick pond. Yeah, right. There you, you go. Know, right. we, we, we say it in, in, in rehab, you know, I mean, it happens in rehab situations. People are vulnerable. People are, you know, I mean, people are, are, are not in their best minds, no. right? And making their best decisions. And mind you, I'm not here and to... And yet people are praying on them. That's right. And I'm not here to judge. Look, people are also humans. Love happens. I mean, I ended, up, I ended up in love, you know, and just because... Was was my wife in a vulnerable spot? I don't know. Maybe she was because she was coming off another relationship. But I, but I didn't go... I, I, I didn't go to a support group to go find somebody who maybe was a little unhealthy. So there are people I know. In fact, I've heard stor- direct stories from like people that go to essays. Um, mm-hmm. Was that sexual? I don't know. Right. Sex, sexaholics right. anonymous, or you know th- that people go there strictly to fish from from the sick pond, and that's terrible. But but I but I would like to just add a little asterisk to something that you said. You said men to women. Mm-hmm. I have seen women. In fact, there you know I, I I've seen women come in and. You know they're all friendly, and 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 I can, you know, I mean I'm on I, I I'm on the bleachers watching the game sometimes, right? I'm I'm not in every game, you know, and I, I'm on the bleacher sheet, and I have a pretty good view of what's happening within some rooms, and 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 I've seen women come in, and they're like, oh, I need a ride. Can somebody give me a ride? I need a ride, right? And it's funny because they're very selective on who they want rides from. Oh, right. You know. And and they you know what's it's not based on the car I assume. No. Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. 
you know, mm-hmm. but it's, but it's, it, it's almost like who can help me or, or who, who do I want to have a relationship with or, you know, and, and so I've seen it go both ways. Mm-hmm. I have seen it go both ways. It's not just men to women. Um, but I have seen women come in and, and then all of a sudden, right? Circumstances change. Then all of a sudden they don't need rides from guys anymore because they're in a relationship. Right. It's just, it's just crazy what, what the bleacher sheet can show, but it's not healthy. No, I, I, I can't see a it's scenario. It's not genuine. It's but, not healthy. But yet I'm going to also tell you, I've seen it work. I've, I've seen relationships stick long term, at least in my little universe, right? My five years of history. I've seen people come, form a relationship, and they're still rocking it. I'm and, not saying it doesn't work. I'm and just, I've seen people get struck by lightning and I've walk away pe- from it. Yes, I've seen I've seen two people but go down. But I've rare. seen two people go down. Yep. You know, at the same time too. Well, what happens is people get involved in these relationships, especially in early sobriety, especially these people that prey on people. And and and, and I use you know the definition says the word pursue. Sure. I use the word prey. Yeah. Right um, there you go. You know. Prey on early people in early sobriety because they are vulnerable, and and I just look at the people that are doing it. I'm like, dude, you are so weak. If that's mm-hmm. the best game that you have, yep. is you have to prey on somebody that is super vulnerable and can't even make the next right decision, mm-hmm. and and that's how you win, right? Um, <laughs> we're probably gonna piss some people off. Yeah, we probably are, but you know, <laughs> look, I I think it's funny when I first came in. But if that's a level of your game, yeah, I think you need to look inside. When I first came in. Um, to Alcoholics Anonymous, I I was a Google, Googler was around Google was around five years ago, and I Googled, right, because I wanted to know the good, bad, the ugly, and you know what the ugly was out there? It wasn't that the program didn't work. It wasn't that it was too spiritual. It wasn't. It wasn't that you know. It was that there was a lot of women who had been abused by people in that were preying on them. That was, I saw a lot of kickback on that. And don't go to AA meetings because there's this guy's there. And that breaks my heart that a lady would not want to come into the program because she feels she's going to be preyed on. That That, that is terrible. You are, you are padlocking the door of the emergency room. Yeah, I have. Um... So shame on you. Don't do that. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it is um, the 13th step is character defects in motion. Hmm. I mean, even if even if you have a general attraction for somebody and it's real and, and you can relate to that person and you're attracted to them. And it happens. Yeah, My goodness. I mean, I'm life. not saying I'm immune to that. Especially when you're in a social, uh, emotional situation where people yes, are sharing and, and, it's, and you can relate I'm not and you immune. can empathize. And, right. You, we're not immune. But build a wall. Right? Absolutely. Because I think I, I, I stay I, clear. I, I stay especially clear of that person because of that. Okay. So let's tear that apart. So to me, that sounds like a wall that you're building around your your safe sobriety or, or your sober zone. Absolutely, that, well, that, a boundary. Yes, a healthy boundary. So, and I'm sorry, I'm unselfishly building it for them too. Well, for the good of for the good of, of both of you. That's right, and for the good of AA. Right. Because right. AA does get a bad name because of the 13th step. Absolutely. I've seen it. I've heard it. Right. I've talked to people about it. Right. 
right? So let's talk. So, okay. So one one last point. Rarely, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I got my notes here. I'm circling the word rarely. Mm-hmm. Rarely, if ever. But but I let's use the word rarely. Mm-hmm. Does a 13-step relationship work out? I would agree with that in my experience. Rarely. Yes. Because and it's because we had a guest on recently and and the guest talked about growth and the program of recovery that is the 12 step has you continually growing in this new exciting direction. And if you're with somebody, look, it's hard for me to keep up and my wife to keep up when I'm growing in my direction. I have a hard enough time, but the AA community is my community. And then we've got, she's got her own community. Then we've got our joint community, right? But when you start, when you start engaging in relationship where now you're sharing a community uh, and you're growing at assumed a different pace or going in a different direction, I think it's going to exasperate the fact that, you know, you're going to, you're setting yourself up for failure. So, you know, I've had a, I've been close to people that, you know, started to go down this path, you know, and, you know, they, they use a lot of excuses, right? I mean, they know what they're doing is wrong. They, they know, but they, they excuse the hell out of it. Just like I used to do when I was drinking, I used to excuse the hell out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so can we draw a baseline and say, Hey, that's probably mostly definitely not a good idea. Uh, you know, there there are exceptions to every rule, but I would say that's the rule, right? Right. Okay. So, what are some tips to stay away from that? All starts between the ears. I mean, I my radar goes up the minute somebody walks into a room. I mean, I'm like, that's my type or it's not my type. That's just the nature of the beast I am. You have a type? I have a type. Right. And, and when the right type walks in, man... I, I'm on guard. I'm on guard. Um, I I might be cordial, but certainly not going to start getting into a, so a it's conversation. Awareness. Yeah. So it's awareness. So one tip or one rule that I live by to the 99% level, men stick with men. Yep. Women stick with women. Right. Now, I, I understand there's, there's all different kinds, right? You know, it, it may not be man or woman for somebody out there. It might be man and man or woman for woman. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. But I like what you said, having that level of awareness, right? But what I do for my life is, is in my phone, I got 50, 60 AA brothers. Mm-hmm. I have two AA sister phone numbers in my phone. I got about 30. Okay, I have two. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one is I've set boundaries where I don't want relationships with women in AA. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't want the most. And, and it's not because I'm attracted to them. Mm-hmm. They might be attracted to me. Right, right. You know, and, and oh, what are the odds? Uh, zero. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying I might be no, feeding kidding, something that's not good for them. Yeah, right. 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 So, so I have two AA women that are on my phone. My wife is mm-hmm. very aware of both of them. She knows who they are. She's mm-hmm. melt them. She knows them. And, and, and there is no threat. Mm-hmm. Right, there is no even. It's so far away from the dartboard; it's right. not even funny. Right, 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 right. right. Um, but I am still 
very keenly aware when I text these folks. It's on a very limited basis. It's not personal. I, I, I have awareness, right? I have boundaries, and I have awareness of where I'm at with those boundaries, right? So, so, so that's one. Mm-hmm. Love um, it. You know, I think those boundaries, you know, I, I think the objective is to, you know, focus on sobriety. Yep. You know, not not focused on sex, right? right? And I think that's a char- that sex is a character defect. A lot of people don't like to talk about sex, you know. Um, but I did a little research, and and there's dangers, right? So I just want to, out, mm-hmm. you know, if I can, please do. Yeah. It's Doctor Google. I'm not sure what it came from, but it came from somewhere. But um, one is, people in early recovery are vulnerable. Right. Yep. Right. Taking right. advantage of those people mm-hmm. is. Ex- exploitive? Exploitive. That's a big word, but yes, totally. Exploitive. Yep. Right? And and I think that goes back to if you're doing that stuff, you have character defects. Yep. Right? There's something there, there's something wrong there. Right? Moral defects, too. Yeah, to take advantage of, yeah. of weak people right. just to satisfy your own gains. Right. Number two, new sexual relationships are distracting. So... One thing or one boundary or one guideline or one suggestion mm-hmm. or one rule is no new relationships within the first year of sobriety. That's a kind of a that's kind of a, a, st- a standard. It's an unwritten rule. It's, it's an unwritten rule. rule. Right. Whatever. Right. 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 right? But if, it's just not safe. No, it, I mean it's how, not how, healthy. How can you focus on a new sober way of living if your focus and intentions are somewhere else? That's right. Yeah, right? you've got to keep your eye on the ball. So that's number two. Number three is it is proven that when there's failures in those relationships, it can lead to relapse. More aggressively than yes. a failure in my non-alcoholic relationship? Right, you don't, yeah, because you don't have the emotional tools right. to be able to handle that going sideways. So you go back to what works. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And, and so you're already on thin ice by preying on people in the right. 13th step, right? You're already character defects or moral defects right. going on there, right? right? And then on top of so so you're you're building on a very weak thin ice. Right. And and then you fall through. Right. You're already on weak ice. Right. You you're not going to crawl out. Right. Right? You you you're not going to be the mature party and say, "Well, this relationship then, you know, let me go spend more time with my higher power." Right? And, and, right? Sure. You're going to be in the the crazy zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. The um and, and the fourth one is, like you said when you went out in, in Google, it damages AA as a whole. Yep. And yeah. maybe you don't care about that. I mean, if you're, if you're already that Trust far me, into yourself, trying, yeah, yeah then, then it's all about you, you know. And that is, that is so they're not going to matter. They're, they're not going to. But, but just, know, just know that you're impacting that young lady's life or middle-aged lady or older lady's life when they go check out AA online, you know, you become a reason they don't get healed. That's terrible. Shame on you. Right. And and you know what? I, my approach, and, and I am happy to say, let, let me preface, I have screwed up in my life. You know, I've had relationships that I shouldn't have had, and, and I have screwed up in my life, so I am not the golden poster child here. But what I will say is since coming in AA, I have never even gotten the dartboard of a wrong relationship within AA. Won't do it. And I will not do it. I, no. I just, and I am so, I mean, women ask for my phone number 
um, and, and I shut them down. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'll tell you a story. Last weekend, I had a woman reach out to me, and it was, and, and dude, I don't know. I don't know the intention. She reached out to me and asked a question about a meeting, right? And, and somebody gave her my phone number. She reached out across my meeting. And, and she said, hey, can I talk to you for five minutes? And I'm like, sure. And in that five-minute call, I could tell, some, you know what? And I said, you know what? I cannot answer your question. My advice is let's hang up. You call your sponsor. Right. I am I – am, I, I don't – I am not supposed to be in this conversation. Right. You knew it, though. And, and, and it had nothing to do with, I mean, we, it, it was, quote, unquote, a, a innocent topic. Right. Right. But I'm like, you know what? Why am I on the phone talking to this woman when there's a thousand women in AA that could be answering this? Right. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And, and I told her, I said, you know, I think you should just call your sponsor. Good. I'm, I'm tied up. I have yeah. to get back out on the slopes. Yeah. <laughs> I did. So that's the real deal. That's you weren't saving a global brand. You were no, but I just the, you were going on the bunny hill. Yeah, I knew from that awareness. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm why am I on this call? Right. This is against my boundaries. I'm getting out of the situation. Right. So e- even though I answered the call and talked to her, you know, for a couple minutes, I'm like, no, you know. So tough topic, but I'm glad we broached it. No, I, I think, you know, it's probably going to offend some people out there. But my input to that is if you're offended, <laughs> then then you're offended. Then you, you got to watch what you're doing. And if you don't want to listen again, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> Thanks for checking in. Thanks but, for checking but you know in. What? Check it's, out now. It's just proven, man. It just, just do doesn't it. work, yeah. and it's not cool to do. It's not cool to and, do. And I have watched some long-term people in AA just, I mean, I'm telling you what, that door opens and that new girl comes in, and it, oh. is, it is like, I am Jesus Christ Savior. Like, really? I am going to save yeah. you. Let, right. let me tell you all my stuff. Let's, yeah. let's, right. let's, let's go huddle. Yep. yep. And it's just not right. We'll do it. All right, brother. Hey. I'm glad we're not 13-stepping. Not today, not ever. Amen. Amen. I love him. I love the boundaries. All right, see you, brother. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. 